Hello and welcome everyone to Sister Love Untethered and Under the Radar podcast. And I am happy that you're joining me today. I am your host with a voice like a butterfly, a word sweet like a honeybee. That is Sister Love Red Sonia, a.k.a. The Song Bee. <laughs> That's right. So today's podcast is a solo cast and it will contain the rambling thoughts and opinions and some encouraging sayings from yours truly, a vibrant woman, Sonia Song B. So if this is your first time listening to Sister Love, I'm tethered and under the radar. Uh, this is a, a vision along with my other podcast, check it out, The Five Juice. And um, it's been a vision for a long time. I eventually launched launched it in podcast form. I am one of those multi-dimensional, overly creative to a point that uh, sometimes I burden myself. Can you burden yourself with too much creativity? What do you think? I think so. Although if I were Robin Williams, I guess I'd take all that craziness and mashing it into something fabulous. The only thing is that you don't want to be too crazy where you got to take meds. And then when you're not with them, you can't handle life. We don't want to do that. But anyway, this was a vision. Uh, Sister Love Untethered and Under the Radar podcast. I launched it in August 2018. And it will almost be one year. One year. Right now, this is, uh, I believe, episode 15. And it is a solo cast. I am without a guest. I miss my guests. Give a shout out to my, I should say, my guest host. My host, actually co-host, uh, the real California Gidget. That's Gidget, uh, Gidget Pew. You know, always say, give a shout out. Say Pew's in the house. So Pew's not in the house. Straight from the pew. But you know what? We're going to give you a shout out and... Hope that uh, you're doing well and checking in and sending your good vibes. So, and the good vibes are going out to you, sister. But anyway, so uh, Sister Love, I began the podcast and kind of seeded it from scratch with my own money. And uh, not the easiest thing to do, but when you're determined, you can get anything done, right? So now I'm asking you, listeners... Uh, to help with a little sponsorship, help Sister Love grow. So if you just take a moment and visit our Patreon page, that's uh, patreon.com forward slash Sister Love, and you can support this podcast. You can make one year commitment of $5 and receive 40% off my poetry book, Harvest of the Yam, Pieces of My Soul. Oh, yes. You didn't know, did you? Yes, Song B is a poet. And if you commit to a $10 a month donation, you can receive the book in its entirety as a gift. So your help keeps Sister Love's light shining. So let's keep the lights on. And by the way, don't forget to hit the share button, share with your friends, families on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify. You can join our Facebook page, uh, Sisters Extraordinaire, and leave a comment. 
leave a comment. Love to hear from you. And uh, also, take a moment, check out the Vibe Juice podcast. That's about politics, pop culture. We've got swamp juice and booty juice segments. And the booty is about the money, news, and entertainment. So, uh, get your mind out of the gutter. <laughs> so, anyway... Sister Love and Vibe Juice are production of The Green Leaf. And I want to thank you for listening. So we'll get on with the show. Now for my listeners, I always like to start the show out with this week in the pursuit of happiness. That is a measurement of one, your pH factor. And two, your pH level. So you've got a pH level and a pH factor. And your level is 1 to 5, 5 being highest. And the pH factor is the incident, the actual activity that impacted your pH level. So that's the factor. So this is my weekly challenge. Or I would say each time you hear the podcast, I will refer to a pH factor. And it is a challenge for you to raise the bar on health and happiness. Okay? And, uh, and, and to share what you did to counter anything negative. How did you raise the positive energy level? Uh, I also have a blog, by the way, which is uh, uh, H3forLife. And that's the humor, health, happiness is actually H cube. But this this time we're just going to do the right now for Sister Love. We just want to know your H square factor. So your pH level and your pH factor. So what I want to know is, did you experience a healing? Did you have a moment of Zen? Did you do something intentional that brought joy, fun, and meaning to your life? If you did, speak it. Bring it into manifestation. Say it, shout it, tell your sisters. We want to know. I want to know. So you can go straight to the website that is sisterlove.thevibejuice.com and you can leave your comment on your pH level and pH factor. You know, either it went positive or it went negative. I'd like to hear it. So this week, my pH factor, or my uh, pH squared, is, first of all, 4 out of 5, and my factor is a 4. So overall, it's been just a really peaceful weekend. uh, Last Friday, I have been uh, contributing some time on a part-time basis with a nonprofit, and that contract ended on one hand, they had to let lay off a lot of people, and that's part of the issues with nonprofit. They have to be forever in the pursuit of finding money, and you can't stay around if you don't have money to pay people. Nonprofit has to operate just like a business, and uh, it's got to be profitable. Although it's called nonprofit, people don't take it literally. You still have to make a profit to be around, even as a nonprofit. In fact, you need to make at least 75, 80% profit that all goes towards administration. And then the other 10 to 15% is towards the mission. That's the real truth. 
But nonetheless, I'm still on a positive level and uh, it's been good. The weekend's been nice and quiet and peaceful and I cannot be anything but blessed. So no complaints. I hope you feel the same. I hope you are being and feeling blessed, particularly at this moment. So Song B is going to disturb, I mean, uh, not disturb, but share one thing now, which is really kind of awkward, but uh, one thing that probably knocks my P-square factor down a little bit is that every now and then I tend to have an occasional disturbing dream about my ex-husband. What is that about? Now, what the hell could that be about? Now, girl, she's got to keep it real. Because <laughs> on one hand, clearly, this man is all embedded into my subconscious. No matter what I do and activities I engage. And of course, at some point in time, I can meet a wonderful, attractive person, individual, someone I'm attracted to the opposite sex, so someone that really sparks a lot of chemistry with me. And that might help those dreams, disturbing, stressful dreams, kind of go away. I welcome that. I open up to the universe to that. But in the meantime, it's July, and in the last four months, I've been having occasional bad dreams. <laughs> And disturbing dreams about the ex. That's no fun. She's not trying to do that. So we got to do whatever we have to do to keep that pH factor up and keep it positive. Now, are you in those shoes experiencing anything about in reference to a current or recent relationship? At some time in our future shows that we are definitely going to have discussions on relationships because there's a lot we need to work out when it comes to that. And we haven't really quite evolved to really a good, strong and healthy place when it comes to that, particularly my African and American brothers and sisters. We've got challenges and you think it's baggage that we're carrying on, you know, whether it's from a past relationship, uh, maybe it's from the previous generation, whatever it is, it's too much baggage. And, you know, Song B, Sister Love here is really all about uh, bringing around a positive. I, again, I love it to do it. H cube, humor, health, happiness. You know, I consider myself a bit of a humorist. Uh, absolutely. I love comedy, even dibble, dabble with a little stand-up open mic. Uh, yes, she's a writer, poet, and you know, there might be a few things. Let me just tell you what people don't know about me besides being the producer and creator of this podcast. Uh, your sister Song B is a poet, artist, writer, and entrepreneur. She is also a humorist. A.K.A. Red Sonia. That's R-E-double-D, capital S-O-N, with a ya on the end. But anyway, I don't want to overburden you with too many of my uh, alter egos. But yes, I am uh, definitely a multi-talented uh, and uh, 
a creative thinker and it's always on. So when I can turn it down a little bit, bring it down a couple of notches, mellow out, chill out, we're real good. But with that being said, just one more thing on a plate for Sister Love. We are going to have future conversations on relationships because it's relevant. Right now, I think that most people I know, I almost don't know anybody that's not dealing with something in a relationship. Uh, I think I have one person I'm going to yell, just give her a yell out, Rob May. Rob May, baby, and Botswana. I want to give you guys a big up because you are having the sweetest past four years of meeting. I think every month they're probably celebrating <laughs> their anniversary from when they first met. And it's on and rocking. I got a text from her the other day because I made my sexy special bread pudding. And Saturday morning, the text said, girl... You've got to make another one. And I text her back. I says, yeah, it makes you want to have more sex, right? <laughs> yes, I'm sure. All they had to do was add the vanilla bean, bean ice cream on top. And it's got plenty of uh, effervescence of uh, rum, rum or bourbon or whatever I use. I can't give you all my secrets. And all those tangy spices. So yes, uh, I think that uh, food can be sexy. You just have to, like everything else, you just got to put a, uh, controls on it. Food is definitely sexy. But anyway, and that's the other thing. Yes, your sister girl, Song B, she's an uh, artist. All around her artist. I love to cook. I don't cook, I create. Let me stop lying. I hate cooking, but creating... I love, and I love doing it, and I love sharing it with my friends. So that might be a couple of things you don't know about your girl, Song B. Well, now you do. Anyway, but it's all good, and uh, the pH factor is good, and we're looking for a great week. It's a little before the 4th. Uh, I hope you all uh, have a wonderful, I don't know what your plans are for me. It's really just hanging out with some friends and being mellow. I don't do a lot of things on the 4th. Don't really like crowds anymore. So anything I can see, if I can't see it from a distance or on TV, then she won't be seeing it, okay? She might be seeing <laughs> little sheep jumping over a fence. So I just wanted to move on. I want to talk a little bit about the BET Awards. That was BET Awards. Oh, my God. 2019, the show was definitely a display of black excellence. Oh, there were, you know, performance after performance. I don't know. Every year they seem to outdo themselves. And uh, real big up to BET. It was very entertaining. Now, I have to say there were like all of these performances. Oh, my God, that were just outstanding. Uh, all of it. I could see myself, I were in my, you know, 21, 22, right there next to the stage, jumping up with the rest of the crowd. But other than watching it uh, via streaming or on television, it was all good. I was hopping and dancing with them. I got to say, my favorite performance was Lizzo. You go, girl. 
Her performance was the favorite. She is 100% that bitch who represents the big girls, untethered to any stereotypes and under the radars. For those of you who don't know, well, now you know. And for the others, you will never know. Lizzo, girl, you're that girl, you're that bitch. So, uh uh-huh. And I'm saying that this is not my words. These are the lyrics to her song. Big up, Lizzo. (laughs) I love it. (laughs) Anyway, so Cardi B, she's another one. And she came out, you know, a big hit, big winner. Of course, that is to be expected, even to the demise of some people with big eagles who feel some type of way towards, towards Cardi B. That's too bad because, you know what, I big her up. We got to, you know, lift it up. You don't have to be on a Cardi B team, but you don't have to hate either. So it looks like Cardi B and Offset are now the new power couple of rap. And that's taking nothing away from the Mr. and Mrs. Carter, who are the latest billionaires. I actually thought that they were going to win for uh, the best song of the year, but they did not, but that's okay. You know, still love us some Beyonce and, uh, Jay-Z, you know, they, they're the king and queen. So, uh, Cardi B and Offset, I think it's cool. Right on. You guys are the new power couple, but we still got the king and queen. Okay. (laughs) Now, uh, star of the show, it was turned over and given and handed over. Okay. With the scepter, to Queen Mary J. Blige. She received the Lifetime Achievement Award and they did something that was really just outstanding and stellar. Uh, She, after giving her this great honors, Mary J. got up there and she did the Mary J. Strut. You know that strut. You know, she's been doing that now for what, 20 some years? She strutted in her knee-high boots across that stage. And she did a medley of her performances covering hits that span her entire career from the early 90s. And Puffy was right there up front on his feet the whole time, okay? Enjoying every big bite of it because he looked like he was just had his mouth open ready to take a big old bite of Mary J. I know he feels proud, kind of like a proud papa. Uh, there's a little pun in that, <laughs> but anyway, uh, apparently, you know, in early days, Mary, uh, kind of had a little relationship on with Puffy, but it sounds like it wasn't one that he was uh, ready to acknowledge because he was too much into his ego and she was, you know, coming up. She did a lot of, you know, singing on other people's tracks and you know how it is, especially, and I got to say this with the male testosterone, when, you know, things start rolling and you all of a sudden feel yourself the man and you got somebody who's really in your corner, but you ain't recognizing her and she's keeping it real the whole time, heart and soul, 9,000, but you know, and you just, just good enough for you to dabble with but not pretty enough and fine enough for you to, you know, Barbie doll around and brag to your buddies, just something that you hit on the side, but you know, you, you, you still cool with her. And those are the ones whose hearts you break. Well, <laughs> I'm just saying what I heard. 
So to my knowledge, that was Mary. She was there, you know, but she managed to pull herself up. Not only did she pull herself up, she moved on and she stepped high and she didn't give up on herself. That's the thing, you know, it's, it's like you can't give up on your dreams and you can't give up on yourself because of the way somebody else treated you. You got to know, you got to be hungry like Les Brown says, you got to be hungry every single day. Go to bed hungry. Think you'll sleep? No, you're going to get up with a mission. Well, let's just say to bring it on down, Mary J. Blige, she never gave up on herself. No matter what was going on funky behind the hip-hop scenes and the studios and the grind. It's all about that grind. And going through and and knowing how to deal or learning how to deal. You don't walk in knowing how to deal with BS. You just learn how to best the BS, you know, to get over it, get around it and move on. Well, Mary J did that through relationships, you know, through marriage, divorce. The queen has got her dues and they gave it up to her on BET. I'm proud of her. Right on, Mary. Right on at 48. You know, she had the cheeks out. <laughs> she had the thighs out. She was revealing it. She was revealing it. But, you know, who is it at this time? There ain't too much shame in anybody's game. They put it on out there. And, uh, and of course, little Kim had to come on out, you know, and, and scooch up there <laughs> across the stage. With a song and make everybody know who she is. Voulez-vous coucher avec moi? <laughs> C'est soi. She had on her outfit, Lady Marmalade 2001. Go on, Lil' Kim. <laughs> Lil' Kim at 44. But, uh, yeah, she strutted her stuff. So, hey, the 40-pluses are in the house. Right on. It's all love. It's all love. But real proud of Mary J. That was right on. And, <laughs> You know, and they, they did it. They did the show. It was a hell of a show. So, uh, more happiness to Mary. And, you know, we looking for the next one, Mary. Looking for the next one. Don't let it in. So, anyway. So, there's a lot of other stuff to talk about. I'm not going to get into what's been in the news because you can listen to Vibe Juice on that stuff. I want to talk about other stuff. A little more relevant, a little more positive, a little more about what's happening with us people, sisters. Anyway, so last week I had the pleasure and opportunity of uh, going to a conference that was held at the Google campus. And the conference was called Ascend Black-Led Organizations. And it was sponsored by the East Bay Community Foundation. And I have to say, now the whole idea behind this is that it is an initiative to, to boister black-led nonprofits in the Bay Area. And they've created an incubator, which began in 2018. And this is really to help empower these black-led organizations. Now, this circles back to my earlier mentioning of 
of having been uh, my contract ended with a nonprofit and a few people having to be laid off. So how relevant is it? Listen, in California, with the African-American population decreasing and now to, I think, somewhere hovering around 5 6%. So Black-led organizations tend to struggle, just like black, Black-owned black businesses. And people, we really need the support. It's not just about support. It goes both ways. It's providing quality services that is above par, but providing excellence and even if your prices have to be a little more than others, you know, make sure that the service, the quality, the delivery is excellent. So people will pay whatever your price is. And we want to support that. And we want to support that with each other. Doing business and doing it with respect. Making your customers feel that you're more than happy to see them and not that you're doing them a favor. Anyway. So nonprofit organizations, this this particular conference had breakout sessions, which were, uh, you know, very, very uh, interesting, not more than interesting. They were powerful. They were meaningful. Everything was well planned out. I was very happy to have participated in in this event. Uh, As I said, it was all day. And Google did a wonderful job hosting, you know, from food to, you know, I mean, we, to the evening reception right after the event, which I think began about 530. So it was plenty for, plenty of stimulation for the head, for the brain, for your mind. And, uh, but I I would say there's so many things to talk about this topic. I mean, about the conference. I just want to say some of the things that stood out. Uh, there was a final panel of uh, African American leaders that are uh, executive directors of found foundations, and that was probably one of the most powerful, uh, inf- informational, enlightening session. And there was, you know, a question and answer session that led afterwards. And it was very important, necessary. I'd like to see a lot more of these events go on. Now, there, and I want to give a special notice. This is another session. uh, And it was all about uh, empowering women and, you know, taking care of yourselves. Well, there was a sister by the name of Dr. Tamika L. McLon. She is a uh, uh, proprietor of the McLon and Associates. She considers herself as a transformational leader, strategist, and uh, researcher. She practices uh, and researches policies and looks on how to op- optimize performance within organization. She is also, I believe, a professor at UC Berkeley and from Mississippi. Big up, Tamika, Dr. Tamika. I got to talk to you and find out where Mississippi you from. My people are from Meridian, Mississippi. So we need to find out. But anyway, but I thought one of the things she talked about, like, uh, how do you carry your load? Now, if you're a leader, whether it's of a business, a nonprofit organization, 
or just the leader in a household. How do you carry your hold? What do you, I mean, how do you carry your load? What are your practices? This is one of the things that I talk about. That's why I talk about what's your pH factor. But that's real when it comes to, you don't, it's not just in your personal life, but it's also in business. Uh, Dr. Tamika talked about obstacles. What gets in your way? And how do you handle the things that get in your way? Is it structural racism? Is it uh, the workload? Is it uh, a lack of organization? Is it a lack of having a support structure in place? That means people tools, okay, resources, or even on a personal level, what is it that gets in your way? And what are you doing to manage through it? What's your plan to get through it? How do you carry your load? That was really powerful, significant. One of the things that uh, she quoted uh, our famous late, great Lena Horn who said, it is not the load that brings you down, it is how you carry it, honey. I can hear Miss Sassy Lena Horn saying it. Let me say that again. It is not the load that brings you down, it is how you carry it. I'll just pause and let you think on that. So, Dr. Tamika, what she imparted with us was that, that you know, you need the tools of a system thinker. Ask yourself these questions. How do you connect? How do you recover from a toxic environment? How do you say to yourself or admit, I need help? Pause. How do you manage your obstacles? So she says, she shared that there is a leadership quotient that uh, for healing, restoration, for joy and spirit. And, and those quotients are taking care of self, pleasure, laughter, community, purpose, relief, and sufficiency. These are all Quotients to leadership that is necessary to provide healing, restoration, to increase joy and enhance your spirit. And I have to, you know, uh, admit these are the things that I talk about. These are things that I practice. You will hear from your sister love song B. Okay. It's just like me asking you, how do you measure your pH level, what is it? What is your pH factor? So in that conference, Dr. Tamika just reinforced what I know. That's when you know spirit is real. It's speaking. Here's your testimony, your evidence, okay? Be it two or three. That day was just filled, I have to say, that conference, it was just filled of serendipity left and right from the people that I met or reacquainted with. It was powerful and it was beautiful to see black leadership come together in that way and in a, in a way that you didn't mind spending a whole day there at Google campus and coming back all through the traffic the whole hour and a half. <laughs> but it was worth it. 
But the bottom line is that you're worth it, okay? You are worth all the love, the beauty, success, the happiness, the joy, and also, and just know whatever it is you want to do, don't just settle for defeat. It is never too late. Just never give up. Never, 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 never. Never. Okay? So, I want to say, you know, there's so many people that I can call out as a She Rise, She Rolls. In that conference, um, I'm going to give the She Rise, She Rolls, and I thought it was very beautiful because she was one of the opening guest speaker, but uh, Eliza Garza, who is the founder of Black Lives Matters. Yes, she was the opening speaker, only 38 years old, from Los Angeles, California, uh, such as myself, big up, Eliza, and now resident in Oakland, such as myself, big up, Eliza, all right? Uh, She is an American civil rights activist. She's an editorial writer and uh, lives in Oakland. And, you know, and her focus is not just Black Lives Matters, but issues around health, you know, uh, health and race equity, you know, against violence, brutality, police violence, and transgender uh, issues of people of color. So she gave a wonderful and a gracious opening uh, uh, session. And I just want to say my shero is Miss Alicia Garza. All right. So <laughs> with that being said, I also, I also got to give it up to Tamika. Because she was, she's a brilliant woman, smart, heavy. Uh, you got to look her up for any consulting services. Miss uh, Doctor Tamika McGlon is, she's a heavyweight. She's a heavyweight. She's executive director of the University of California Berkeley's College and Career Academy Support Network. Okay, so she can be found at the campus. And just a powerful, powerful sister. So it's, it was just so empowering to be around, you know, strong men and women of color in, in the same room. Leaders, okay? We all have it in us. You have it in you too. So I just want to say this. I'm going to leave you and love you with my five things I believe this week. I believe there are too many people running for the Democratic uh, presidency. I believe I need to meet somebody wonderful and beautiful so I can stop having nightmares about my ex-husband. I believe that there is plenty of black excellence out there beyond BET 2019 awards. I believe that $17.3 billion is a resolution for slave reparations. And finally, I believe that it is never too late to try something new. Anyway, that's it. That's my show for today. You can follow me on Twitter. That is Twitter 
forward slash song B510. Don't forget to check out the Vibe Juice podcast and be sure to check out HQ Humor Health Happiness Blogspot. That's H3 for Life Blogspot. All right. Have a wonderful week and a safe 4th of July. Peace.